Hello on The Daily Family. Welcome back to the show. I am really excited about this episode because I've actually never, I don't think I've ever done an episode like this, but I asked my friend Mads Page if she would be a hamster in my, or a guinea pig in my experiment of doing a live human design reading on the show. So I wanted you to see kind of what it would be like to do a human design. Cause I know there's a lot of people who always want to do a human design reading, but they don't really know what they entail. Also, I think it's just a super helpful thing to hear other people's cause it'll help you kind of settle into your own design. Um, especially if you resonate in any way. So today I, you're going to hear a recording of mine and Mads' actual human design reading. Um, it's about an hour long and you can absolutely skip ahead at any parts, but just listen to it and see if it resonates with you. And if so, know that I always have human design readings available and you can always purchase one as well as I have two human design offers coming up. I have a course that is coming out uh, on July 1st, and it's called Intuition Authority Power, which is literally human design for business. So if you have a business and you are wanting to run your business from a place of alignment, as we talk about in this episode, I'm going to teach you how to do that. Um, and you can click the link in our show notes to register for that. Or if you have any questions, you can come find me on Instagram at Danielle underscore on the daily. But if human design is something you're interested in, I highly suggest that you listen to this episode. Hey, friend. Welcome to On The Daily. I'm your host, Danielle McCleary, and I am a quantum business coach. I'm the host of this podcast. I'm a multi-six-figure entrepreneur, co-founder and president of Hype U Media and CEO of Danielle On The Daily Coaching. What I'm really interested in is helping you live a life and have a business that is a full body yes. So through all of my education and all of my experience, I'm bringing you two episodes a week where I will guide you and give you the tools necessary to scale a massive, sustainable, and sexy business using your intuition, wealth energetics, and human design. What we can call it is business biohacking. So if you're down for that, then I say let's frickin' go. I'm so glad you're here. Before we get into that though, I want to tell you about another show in Hype You. We had so we've had so many amazing trainings in there already. And, um, there's this library that you can listen to all these on-demand trainings, but at the very base of all of this inside of hype university, we have coaches, but all of these coaches are also podcast hosts. And so I want to tell you about one of our shows and it's called the nourished productpreneur with Stacy Jones. If you are, if you have a business where you sell physical products, so this could be jewelry, clothing, skincare, whatever, and you're looking for a place that can really guide you to and help you to build a long lasting brand, then you got to go listen to the nourished productpreneur because Stacy is a powerhouse. She's built a seven figure brand since she started in 2015. Her lifestyle and activewear brand is called Sun, Love and Roots. And she is the go-to for anyone who is building a product-based business. So make sure you go listen to her show if this is you and let's get into this episode. Okay. So you know a little bit about your chart. You already know your projector. You already know your, you have G center or like sounding board authority, right? Like you. you Sounding board authority. No, you didn't know that. Okay, great. But you know, you're a projector. I know I'm a projector. That's about it. Okay, cool. So, um, as a projector, you're like you, well, projectors are about 20% of the population, but that is growing because 
you know, the world is like shifting and the paradigm is changing and people are going from like being on the hamster wheel nonstop to like wanting to enjoy their life, go figure. And like wanting to, you know, get more in touch with their spirituality and more in touch with self and more in touch with spirit. And, um, the projectors are kind of the, you're kind of the ones that are kind of ushering in that new paradigm. And so projectors are growing. Like there's a lot of projectors being born. Like Owen's a projector. Like there's a lot of kids that are projectors right now. That's because like y'all are really here to guide us and you really are here to lead. Um, And you really do see the world in a way that no one else really sees it, uh, which you know about yourself. It's just this different way of thinking. Um, On the other side of that, you're also, you live in a generator's world and like generators and manifesting generators represent about 60% of the population. And you specifically surround yourself with a lot of generators and manifesting generators. Like, so you, but you said you, but your relationships, a lot of your relationships are not projectors. Yeah. So it's like a lot of your friends, I think are of that generator energy and like society in, in general is very generator heavy. And so the conditioning for a projector is that in order to be successful, you have to be producing more. You have to do more. You have to be more active. You have to be more kind. You have to be more busy. You have to be more this. And that is very much against who you are to your core. Um, Right. You have a very small but very efficient battery. So projectors can get more done in 30 minutes than I could in an hour. It's just like, yeah, that makes so much sense. You guys are just super efficient. And that's because most of your time is meant to kind of be in this observation zone and really observing what's happening. So if you think about it, like, like a car factory, there's like the offices that are upstairs and they can kind of see all the production that's happening down below. Projectors are kind of that, take that role of that bird's eye perspective. So I don't know a single projector that's not a master of some system and that it's a system in whatever your genius, wherever your genius lies. And so for you, like, obviously your genius is art and music and creativity and writing and words and speaking. Right. And so you're a master of systems. Like I would say like, you're a master of songwriting, you're a master of these things and all projectors are. So you kind of have this bird's eye view and it's not like a, it's not like a better than you view. It's just this bird's eye view where you can very easily see how we as a society can function more efficiently. It's just a gift and it's your genius, but you've been told your whole life probably that you're lazy or that you don't work hard enough or that you are like, in order to be successful, you're going to have to put in more hours and you lack discipline or you lack whatever Mm -hmm. it is, but that's just not who, how you're meant to be. And I think the biggest thing that a projector has to learn in their life is you're never going to be remembered for how much you do you will be remembered for how you see things. Yeah. Okay, cool. And that's like a huge healing moment for a lot of projectors, because like I said, like you've literally been conditioned to believe that you're lazy and not worthy of success. And it's so, that's so You sound like my mom. Yeah, exactly. Like that's so far from the truth. 
It's actually the opposite. And a lot of generators, the reason why a lot of generators project that onto you is because what we deeply want is to be able to do nothing and feel really good about it. But generators have a deep, deep fear of doing nothing because we've attached our worth to how busy we are. And we've always been recognized for how busy we are and how much we do. And so now generators are seeing all these projectors who like live their best life. And like, I always say the most successful projectors I know, if I look at their Instagram, it literally looks like they don't have jobs. Like, like I look at their project, like their Instagrams. I'm like, it always, like, it looks like they're either traveling, they're on a beach, they're with their dogs, they're at brunch. Like that's all they do. And how is this person as successful as they are? And it's just because like, that's just how you're meant to be. And you're kind of here to show us that we can function more efficiently as a society and still enjoy what we do and still love what we do. So right. that's, that's kind of the projector essence. Now, a lot of projectors, because you've been made to feel that you're lazy, because you've been made to feel like you don't do enough, because you've been made to believe that you don't work hard enough, what you've done over time is you've kind of like gone like this and you've kind of like hidden your genius from the world because think about it as a child who's like I don't want to work that hard <laughs> like I actually would rather just spend a few minutes doing this probably finish it but because society has said that like finishing things is determined by how many hours you put in what right. what that did to you is you went oh my gosh well then I can't trust my intuition because my intuition is saying something different so you what a lot of projectors have grown up doing is like learning to not trust themselves. Therefore being people pleasers. Correct. So what do you do about it? You have to become like the billboard for yourself. Um, The best way I can explain this is like, if there are two generators building a table from Ikea, right? And like, we're in this room, we're building this table. We're trying to figure it out. We're probably not reading the directions. We're just kind of like having fun doing it there. And like, if you were in the other room being like, not only do I know how to build that fucking table, like I actually like that, I built the table, like that's my table. Like I wrote the instructions for that table. And all you want is for us to be like, hey Mads, come in here and help us build this table. But the problem is we don't even know that you're in that other room. So how can we even ask you to help us build this table if if we don't even know that you're there? And so what's happening is you're getting more and more bitter that nobody's asking your opinion. Nobody cares about what you have to say. Nobody's seeing you as like the value, the leader and the guide that you are, and you're getting more and more bitter, but like, we didn't even know that you were in there. And so what a lot of projectors need to learn to do is to be the one that comes in and says, just so y'all know, it's actually my table. I actually made that table. And if you need help building it, I'd love to help you. And then like walk away. And like, right. Cause okay. then we're like, yeah. Yes. Cause you need to be invited. So it's like, that, that makes so much sense. Okay. That's the invitation. So a lot of projectors are like, so I have to be invited. And they take that as I should just sit back and do nothing and just wait for it. But yeah. it's not that it's about letting people know that this is your zone of genius and you're more than happy to help if they want it. It's like, what's that saying? Like the teacher begins when the student arrives or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. 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 You have to be that you have to be the one who's like, I'm open for invitations. Okay like cool. if you're going to go buy a car, right? And you drive to like the auto mall and there's like a lot that has a lot of cars on it, but there's no sign that says like Range Rover. It's just like as a bunch of empty cars. You're not going to pull in there and be like, "Hey, do you guys sell cars?" You have to like there has to be a sign that says like basically you can buy cars here. Right. Okay. 
So you have to like make sure that you're being that sign in whatever your genius is, right? Like whatever it is that you want to do. So for you, it's like writing music, it's becoming an artist. Like it's like continuing to like grow as an artist and like put out more music and perform at more shows. You can't just like close off and like hope that somebody's going to come knocking on your door. You have to make it very clear that you are currently opening open for bookings. You are open for writing sessions. You are open for, you know, whatever it is that it, that you do and continue to show that through just knowing that you're the shit. Right. Okay. Cause you are, cool. I mean, that's the thing. Every projector knows how strong and powerful and smart and like how genius they are. Like everyone always says projectors are bossy and they think they know it all. And they always try to make it about them. But the thing is projectors like really do know it all there. That's not a lie. Like you really do know it all. And it comes from a deep, deep place of intuition. And you're deeply like, I would say more than anyone else, projectors are deeply rooted for success. Like, deeply wired for success, but you have to believe that. Right. That's the, that's the kicker. So then let's talk about where your intuition is because everybody's intuition is a little bit different. Um, and unfortunately we live in a world that says, follow your gut. (laughs) Right. But that's because it's a generator's world. And if you look at your chart over here, every generator and manifesting generator has a defined sacral center. Yours. Okay. Anything defined is colored. So like you have a defined okay. throat and a defined like love. And define, defined means just that you have no room for growth or something or? No, it's just your natural place of power. So that's where your natural power lies. It's where you can teach from. So you teach people how to love better. You teach people how to be like more, like you're really naturally good at helping people like stand in their true identity because you're so good at standing in yours. Okay. Oh, cool. You have a defined voice, throat, like manifestation, materialization, like words, speaking, right? Like you teach people how to like, through your voice, through your music, you probably teach people how to love themselves better. Right. Right. Okay. So it's your natural place of power and where you can teach from. Anything that's undefined is a place of empathy. So you can empathize a lot from these places, but it's also where you mirror and amplify the most. Okay. So we live in a world that says, follow your gut, which is a defined sacral center and every generator and manifesting generator has it. You Mm. have a wide open sacral center. So this idea of follow your gut is basically like speaking another language to you. Yeah. Like you're always like, okay, yeah, I'm going to follow my gut. I don't know what that means, but sure. Yeah. Go. Correct. And you're not meant to follow your gut. Like you have what we call G-Center authority, which is this. And or you can call that sounding board authority. And what that means for how you make decisions. And you do this really well. And I don't even think you realize that this is helping you make decisions, but sounding board is you're meant to ask people their opinions on things. Okay. Through doing that, you're going to get clearer on what you actually stand for or how, what you actually feel. So it's not like you're looking to other people to make your decision. It's just by hearing other people's opinions, you're gaining clarity for what your actual, like what you actually want. That makes, yes, I am the master of questions. Here's the caveat to that is a lot of projectors and you're a four, six projector, which I'll tell you about, but projectors in general, but for people with a four in their profile, 
what you do because you're a people person and you like people and you're an extrovert. So you like to be with people. You recharge with people. Yep. You tend to ask everyone their opinion. (laughs) Yeah. Not everyone should be asked. So it's super important for you that, and I think I've seen you over like the last couple of years that I've like really gotten to know you, you are developing your cohort of people that you really trust to give you honest opinions. Like people like that in your life that you actually know are, are here for your best interest, right? Not people that just like want to give you their opinion because they're in a place of projecting their own insecurities onto you. Right. And so oftentimes projectors will like ask their parents or like their siblings or like their friend from like 10 years ago for their opinions. But those people are not really who you should be asking like opinions when it comes to like making big decisions. Right. So if it's like, do I stay in Mexico or do I move back to the States? Like this is just hypothetical, right? Right. Don't go asking every single person. Right. Ask the people that like genuinely have your best interest, but also are really standing in their own power as well. Right. Because then it's like, like if you were to, like if I hypothetically you were to be like, Danielle, do you think I should move back to uh, like the States and like pursue music here? Or do you think I should stay in Mexico? Like I would be, because I'm not like, I'm a strong personal power who's not trying to project insecurity onto anybody. I would be able to say to you like, hey, okay, let's weigh it out. Like in Mexico, you feel really creative. You're feeling a lot more in touch with your feminine power. When you come back to the States, you tend to tick, tick back into your masculine power a little bit. It is where, you know, a lot of music is happening. So I would probably say, is there a way that you could be more bicoastal and like spend six months in one place and six months in another so that you are able to balance those two energies and harmonize those two energies within yourself? Right. You know, and like that, those are the kind of like opinions that you really need. And so I think probably that's what you're going through now, especially like coming through your Saturn return is finishing up and like you're probably feeling that a lot more that you can't just ask anyone their opinions and you actually do need to have like a core group of people that you go to for advice. Right. Okay. That makes that so much with you. That resonates like insanely, insanely. Yeah. So yeah, just keep like, I would say, I always tell people to like journal, like who your people are. And so when you do start to feel out of control, when you do start to feel depression come back in, when you do start to feel feelings of unworthiness or lack or fear, just go back to that list and reach out to those people about whatever it is that you're trying to make a decision on. Okay. Because the more that you hear from those people, the more clear you're going to get. And for you, like the right decision is always going to be the one that like, is like, it's that heart, you know, it's the heart thing. It's for you, it's like, your truth is always in the tone of it. Um, So when you're speaking, like when you're speaking a tone, okay, so like pay attention to when people are giving you advice, the tone in which they're doing it. So, and this can go for you as well. So if you're talking about like an opportunity that like in your mind makes sense, Right. right? Or that it's going to get you what you want, but if it sounds unenthused or if someone you're talking to is like, well, yeah, I mean, that could work. And like, it makes sense on paper, but it's not sounding exciting. Right. That's going to reveal the truth about whether or not that's a good decision for you. So in your head, 
it doesn't really matter like what it, what the actual opportunity is. Like, even if it's like moving back to the States because you're going to sign this huge record deal and make a shit ton of money. Okay. But if that's not, if that just sounds like it makes sense and on paper, but it's not actually like lighting up that, like that G center, that like love center that you have, then it's probably not the right choice for you. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it like, and I, I feel like because you're so musical anyway, like you can hear tone in general. Yeah. Yeah. But don't ever think that like talking things through is a bad thing with people. Um, there really isn't like, you can't have too many people that you talk things out with as long as all of those people, you know, you trust. So okay. I have some of the, like, I have some projectors that have like three people and that is all they can handle. And that's all they want to hear from. And then I have a projector that like with, with this authority, with the sounding board authority that will go and like talk to 95 people. Like it really just right. depends on who, you know, who is, who, you know, is up for your best good and who's not, but you're also really good at knowing that, especially as you come into your thirties, like now that you're in your thirties. So that's mm -hmm. the four, six in you. The four, it's like everybody has a profile. I'm a six, two, you're a four, six. And it's this, um, the four, the first number always represents how you feel about yourself. The second number always kind of represents how other people kind of see you. And so your four is the people person, the six, yes. is the wise sage. So that's the sage, the six, like us sixes, we have three phases of our life. Like there are three very clear phases of our life. Phase one is zero to 30. And that is the best way anybody can describe it is chaos. It's just complete and utter train wreck chaos. And that's because we really are meant to experience a lot of things. And we're meant to like, <laughs> like, I know you and I've talked about this. Like I, everyone always says like, you lived nine lives before you turned 30 years old. And I'm like, yeah, I did. Like I yeah. really, really did. And it's a lot, it's a time of trial and error. It's a time of mistakes. It's a time of course correction. It's a time of like self-discovery and exploration. Um, and so it is like a really divine time, but to other people, it looks like that person is a train wreck. They yeah. are out of their minds. And so like a lot of, a lot of opportunities get lost when, before we're 30, because like people don't think we're reliable, but all that's doing is preparing you for your second phase, which is 30 to 50. And that's your observation time. So that's the time you take all of those lessons and all of those trials and tribulations and all the shit you went through. And you really like start to internalize and start to create from a place of observation and like deeper knowing and understanding of self. And the good news is, I think this is a good thing. Sixes don't really peak until we're in our 50s. Like we got a lot of time to get there and fit after 50 is really where you take all of the lessons and all of the observation and you like put it together. And then that's when you can like emerge and like teach people a lot of shit. Like that's 50s is really when like we meet our like soulmates. It's where we find our like dream careers. It's where we make the most money, all the things. Wow. Okay, yeah. cool. So you got feels good, right? You're like, oh, we got, we yeah. got time. Like, we got, we got time. But right. like, but the reason why we're the sage is because we have experienced a lot and we kind of just like came into this world with a knowing. Um, 
I know you and I've talked about this as well. Like I, sixes always, like I always say sixes could have raised themselves and often we did. And we right. just like knew things. Like we don't under, we don't know how we know things. We don't know how we understand things, but we just, we just do. And yep. there is a pressure from the outside world to be able to like explain that or justify it. But the message is like, we don't have to, and nor should we, we just, okay because our gift is in this is in that wisdom and we teach that wisdom you know moving forward uh the four in you that's your people person so that's like that's like your extrovert it's this um like it's the connection you know that that's what's that saying um the quality of your life is determined by the quality of your connections mm. or your quality of your friendships like that could not be more true for you that's like exactly who you are like you are meant to like be with people however don't be afraid to be closed off disinterested to people you don't resonate with or that no longer align with that highest version of yourself okay when you can learn that like the people that you love like really love them right and then the yeah. rest you can kind of go without right okay that's okay and like it's not that people are bad. People aren't good or bad. It's just that maybe they're not right for you in this season of your life. And that's okay too. Um, you're just not designed to spend time with just anyone. Like that's just not who you are. But I think a lot of fours feel like they have to, and you have to be everything for everyone, especially projector fours. You feel like you have to be everything for everyone. But as you come into your 30s and like as you enter the second phase of a six, you're going to really start to feel peace with letting friendships go that aren't serving you, being unavailable, putting up more boundaries, saying no more often. For you, it's not about how many people you can be friends with. It's how close your friendships that you actually care about can really get. Mm -hmm. Does that resonate? Yeah. Like fully. Yeah. I've noticed that like you've cut off a lot of like different people and friendships. And like when I first like met you, it was just everybody you wanted. You were like this magnet for people and you always will be this magnet for people. But the difference is your force field will get stronger. Yeah. And it'll be okay to keep people at a distance. Like, yes, let them be inspired by you. Let them like follow you. Let them be a fan. But like the... But yeah, but I don't have to feel guilty to not like match their energy. No, or like people in your DMs wanting everything from you. It's okay to not respond. Yeah, I learned that a couple of years ago. Well, actually, I'm trying to learn now to respond to the ones I want to yep. and not just because I cut everything off. Yeah. I stopped talking to everyone yep. first. Yep. That's normal for a four. Cause usually what happens is you get so overwhelmed with how many people you've let into your force field that you kind of have to do this like X-Men thing where you like push everyone out, heal yeah. the, like the cracks in the aura. And then you get to now be picks. You get to be very choosy and very, very selfish with who you let in. And that is ex like the most selfless you can be is selfish with your energy. Right. Because if you're just giving your energy to everyone, then you're actually not in your genius. I think a huge milestone for you is going to be when you've really found your people. Yeah. And it's starting to happen. Yeah. Oh, it, it will. I mean, I would say by 35, you'll know who your people are and then it'll change, mm -hmm. but you'll also like, it's not just knowing who your people are. It's also knowing the kind of people that you allow in your space. You're part of my people. Right. <laughs>
exactly. You know, um, and you already know which kind of social situations you're meant for and which ones you're not. So right. like, I think what I, like the advice I would give you is just stop judging yourself so hard for being inflexible. Okay. Like if something isn't for you, it's not for you and that's okay. Okay. Don't explain it. Don't justify it. Don't try to like make everybody out. Like, no, it's either for you or it's not. And if it's not for you, the clearer you can be with that, the more you're in your genius. Okay. Doesn't make you an asshole. It just makes you really, really clear. And the person that somebody wants to follow. Okay. Like, I think for you too, Mads, like you're really here to balance the wisdom of what's going on in your head with the wisdom of what's going on in your heart. Yeah. Yes. You're here to do that. Like you are here to balance that wisdom between heart and head. Mm -hmm. And when you do that for yourself, that's when you crack all of us wide open in our hearts and in our minds in whatever you do. So okay. just remember that moving forward. Like you really are here to have that balance between head and heart. And when you figure that out for yourself, that's when you crack everyone else open. And when like you, you soar. Okay. Head and uh, heart. Cause and how do you see that? Where is that? Well, that's like, that's this, like you have, so you have some gates in the head. So if you look at your chart, yeah. Like you have gate 61, which is in your head center. And then you have, even though like your, this is your Ajna center. So it's like ideas, thoughts, opinions, insights, conceptualization, whatever it is. You, even though this is an undefined center, you do have some gates here. So there is okay. some, like, it's like, there are some synapses firing in that area and you have this like connection. You have a, you have a channel of alpha between throat and heart essentially which mm -hmm. gives you this like you're you have a design for leadership like you are here to lead and you do that by evolving yourself so like your life theme is uh it's called the the right angle cross of the sphinx and you're not meant to be like everyone has like a karmic journey right we all have a karmic journey you're either karmically it's either a karmically personal journey or a karmically transpersonal journey i have a karmically transpersonal journey in that like i am meant to get a lot of information from a lot of different people evolve myself and like learn as much from as many sources as i can and then channel that through myself and teach it outward okay or really meant like you you're gonna love this um you, the mm. the world will tell you it's not spiritual to be selfish <laughs> but like for you, it, it actually is your genius. And you came here to realize like your own passions, your own journey, your own evolution. And that's not really uh, determined or influenced by anyone else around you. Like you're, you're here to figure out your journey and then you take your knowings and you teach them outward. It's not really, it's not really a, like whether or not somebody gives you an idea, like even this, like I'm giving you this reading right now and you're going to have some of it that resonates with you and the stuff that doesn't, like it's not really meant to and it's okay to just like let it, let it flow through you the way that it's going to and continue on this like very personal self-absorbed journey because that's actually how you drop into your genius of being a leader through music and words and identity and like love essentially. Okay. Wow. Okay. 
You're creative in nature. So the way that you, how do you create? It's not when you're in like a busy room with a ton of shit, ton of people, you create better when you get to be alone in nature playing with bugs. I literally wrote that last night (laughs) on the other side of the paper. It says alone, nature, talking to bugs. Yeah. Like literally (laughs) write this down. My, my purpose is to be more selfish and do what I love. Okay. More selfish. So when you say that the the world the world pretended it like acted like it's not spiritual. Well, the world says like the spiritual world will say it's not okay to be selfish. Yeah. But like if you think about that in terms of like paradigms, right? This is like I can talk to you about this because we both speak this language. Like the 3D paradigm was very much like boxes, rules, structures, roles. Everyone has a purpose. Everyone has a role. Everyone has a, you know, component. Right. right? We move into this four and 5D plane and there's less rules. There's less boxes. There's less confinement. There's less like everyone has a role. And like, why can't we have multiple roles? Why can't we identify as multiple things? Why can't we have a lot of different passions? Why can't we be in lots of boxes? Or how about we just have no boxes at all? And For a society and a system that is trying to keep us in these boxes and roles, what is the number one threat to that system? It's selfishness. Right. Because if we're being selfish, we're being, we're thinking about ourselves and what we need and what, how we move through the world. And ultimately, if we're all doing that, we're better for others. Because if you're living completely in your truth and you're not worried about pleasing other people and you're not worried about like living your life for other people's approval and you're just standing so personally in your power, what does that do? It influences me to do the same. And if we're all doing that, then there's no hate and there's no war and there's no death. And it's just like, there's no like murder. It's just humans evolving as a collective consciousness. Right. Okay, so my purpose is to be more selfish. And do what I love. 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 Yeah. Boundaries are like going to be your best friend. Okay. Boundaries are sexy. Fucking hell. Yeah. Boundaries. Um, Boundaries, baby. Um, Okay. And then what else? Uh, Oh, this is fun. We can talk about your um, emotional, like you're a non-emotional authority. So. Okay. Anybody who has a defined solar plexus is considered an emotional authority. Anybody that doesn't have a defined solar plexus is a non-emotional authority. And I like to talk about it because this is how you feel things. (laughs) And um, yeah, so you and I are both non-emotional authorities, which basically just means like empath. And it's funny because I'll tell people they're non-emotional and they're like, oh, no, 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 I'm really fucking emotional. I'm like, yeah, it's the fact though, that like your emotions are 100% dictated by what's happening in the world around you and what's going on around you. So like, I, for like, I am super affected by like the, the more people that are around it, I get more, I feel it more than when I'm alone, you know, by myself able to process my own thoughts. And like, this is just the life of an empath. So the way this like works when it comes to you making decisions, when you deciding on things is like, let's say I'll put this into like real life experience. So like, let's say you're trying to decide whether or not you're going to move to stay in Mexico or move back to the States to pursue music. And you start asking a bunch of people around you that have like a lot of shit going on and they're like living in their own scarcity and they're literally in their own personal versions of hell. They can't even see outside of that. 
not only are you going to feel that, you're going to amplify that. Because remember, any place that is open is a place of amplify and a, a mirror, right? So if I walk into a room and I know you're like this, if we walk into a room and there's somebody in there that like maybe like they stubbed their toe and like broke up with their girlfriend last night. So they're like in a little bit of a bad mood and we feel that not only it's like a calm. So you're a calm lake. Imagine yourself as a calm lake that is neutral and glass. But what happens when you drop a rock into a calm lake, right? It ripples. ripples. And the farther it goes, the bigger those ripples get. So same with energy. If we walk into a space where there are people around us that are living in fear and scarcity or like having a bad day, that energy ripples and gets bigger. So by the time we feel it, it actually feels way bigger than it actually is. And then we right. wear that as our own. When really we're a calm lake, our natural state is calm. Our natural state is like neutral. And so if we're yeah. feeling anything but that, the best thing we can do is take a step out of that situation, come back to breath, come back to self and realize like what is yours to carry and what is not yours to carry. Right. Now, okay. obviously like different types of empaths, you're obviously a Scorpio. So you're going to be a lot more um, of like a psychic empath than a lot of other people. I'm more of an intuitive empath where like, I've gotten really good at being like, oh, I'll feel free. I feel for you, but I'm not going to feel for you. Right. Like yeah. not my circus, not my monkeys for you. It is going to be harder to like make that distinction. Cause I feel like a lot of people that are fours, a lot of Scorpios and a lot of projectors tend to wear the emotions of other people a lot stronger, especially people that you care about. It's really easy for you to not feel the emotions of strangers. But people that you care about, it's really, it's going to be, it's, it is more challenging for you to like, not my circus, not my monkeys, that shit. Yeah. But that's your salvation. Like you remember you are a calm lake. So if you're ever feeling like too much stress, too much anxiety, depression, like way too high, way too low or anything else, like get to the point where you can remove yourself, kind of take a step back, zoom out and be like, who did I talk to today? Who have I been around today? Whose energy am I letting affect me? Because for you, where most of us, our energy aura spins out around our body like three feet, yours probably is closer to six. Okay. So you're just going to, you just have a lot more like, there's a lot more space there for like other people's energies to affect yours. Okay. Which should help, especially when you are feeling like all the things and you travel a lot and you're in airports a lot. And you're like, I, I would bet like, Sometimes maybe after traveling through a big city, you kind of like struggle with like dips. Yeah. And that's just because yeah. think of how dense the energy is in a big city, like a big airport, like LAX, right? So it's like, give yourself some space after you land in these big cities to like be by yourself, come back to your center so you can actually make rational decisions. Yes. It's big. So you have an undefined ego. So if you look at your undefined ego, um, this is where, when you're out of alignment, so when you're feeling bitter, right? And bitterness can show up in a lot of different ways. Bitterness can show up in, nobody understands me. Nobody thinks that I'm good enough. I'm a failure. I, why does everybody think I'm so lazy? Why the fuck do I even bother? Why do I put so much energy out there? Like it can, I'm exhausted. Like it can sound a lot of different ways. But whenever you're in that not self, your undefined ego is gonna be like, it's literally going to be like, why do I feel unworthy? Why do I feel undervalued? And people with undefined egos, especially projectors, struggle with this throughout their life of like 
worthiness, feeling capable and worthy of the things that they want to do. And so knowing this, you can just really be this, like knowing that you have an undefined ego can actually just give you more discernment for when you are feeling unworthy or like you have that scarcity feeling of like, nobody cares what I have to say. Take a second, like remove yourself from the situation and be like, is this my undefined ego talking? Because actually I have a defined throat, which means that I actually have a very powerful voice and people do actually very, very fucking much care what I have to say. Okay. So it's just going to be, it just like gives you more discernment. We're like, I have a defined ego. Owen has a defined ego. Like self-worth has never been a question of mine. Like I've always known I'm worthy. I've always known that I like have a message. The other side of the spectrum though, where I like sometimes lack, like I don't get curious enough about when stuff isn't working. And I'm like, whatever, we're going to figure it out. And then it's like, well, actually maybe it's just time to let that thing go. And it's like, actually just like, right. Let's just move on. <laughs> yeah. Like I have a problem. I have the other side of the spectrum problem. Yeah. Um, okay. And then um, the last thing I want to talk about is your like digestion, which is really fun. So because you don't have any of these lower motor centers defined, this kind of tells us that like how you digest information, but also food. So if like this always, I always like to talk about this because it can kind of affect like your physical health as well. Your, the way you're designed to eat is like indirect light and digest information is an indirect light. So have you ever gone like, have you ever been like, I'm going to go work by the pool or I'm going to go to the beach and work. And then all of a yeah. sudden you're just like, I don't want to work. I want to like lay here and enjoy myself and get a beer. Yep. And just enjoy my time. It's mm-hmm. because in the sun, your brain shuts off. Like the sun is like medicine for you. And when you see, when you're in the sun, your body, like immediately your body goes into recharge mode, not work mode. And so indirect light is the best way for you to actually turn on and activate that. Like I'm ready to digest information. I'm ready to be productive. I'm ready to digest food. So for you, like eating in the dead of dead heat in the middle of the sun without any shade, your body's going to have a hard time digesting that food. Then if you like sat just inside and like the light was there, but it's not like directly on you, your body's going to process food a lot better. It's also, that's how you're going to process the most information. So I would say like, if you do want to go write music by like the beach or in the middle of the summer, like out by the pool or something, do it under an umbrella. Yeah. Okay. Because if you try to do it in the direct light, your brain is just going to be like, good night. Yeah. Sleep time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sunshine means your brain relaxed. So daylight for you is really about resting and processing information, which is probably why you have the hours of a vampire. I do. Yeah. You get, you can process more information when the sun is not on you. Wow. Okay. So soft, soothing lighting is really important when you need to work. It's really interesting because whenever I like, whenever you post of you like writing music or performing music on your Instagram, like I notice like you're in a room where the light is shining in or there's like cool lighting around you. Like you and Lum had like really cool lighting in your house. Yeah. That's how you process the best. Yeah. Where as soon as the sun comes on, your brain is in like time to rest mode, 
which is great. Yeah. You know, like the fact that like you, your brain can be like, give it, it, the sun is medicine for you, which means though you have like a very passive brain. So in those doing nothing moments, you might start to get overstimulated. So like, if you're trying to, if you're in the sun and you're trying to work or eat, you're going to get way overstimulated really fast. Right. Okay. So like, make sure that you are carving out blank time in your day for your brain to think, like to think out all of its thoughts um, so that you don't build up a backlog of thinking and processing time because it's like your brain's going to want to do that the second it's in the sun. And if you don't carve out time, then it's like during the day, you're just going to feel overwhelmed all the time. Okay. Does that resonate? Yeah. So like, what would, what would you suggest as like a, like a, a day? So remember sunshine is good for you, right? Um, it, use the sunshine and the daylight as medicine when you are overthinking. So if you're inside trying to work and you're just like, I am so overwhelmed right now. I don't even know what to write. My brain can't function. Put everything down, go out into the dead sunlight and take a walk. Okay. And then come back to it and you'll start to okay. notice that your brain will get time to recharge, which will be really good. Um, and this is just like how you can kind of change the times that you do things. So if you notice that like during the night is when you're working and you're writing music and you're processing information and you're doing all these things, right? Then give yourself time during the daylight to recharge and rest by like being out in the sun, not working, be out in the sun, taking walks, like spending time in solitude so that your brain has time to like recharge. Because when you go back into the night, you're going to be like on again. Okay. Cool. Um, and then as far as food, it's just best for you probably not to hold any fixed times or schedules for eating. So sometimes you may want dinner at six and the next day you may want it at eight. And then like morning, you may want breakfast when you first wake up at seven, you may not want to eat till noon. And that's really good for you because anything that you like, any routines that you try to hold, you have to remember that's going to take a lot of energy from you. And because you have a passive brain and you're a projector, anything that's like causing you unnecessary, like overstimulation is not good for your system. So don't right. try to hold like any fitness routines or any eating routines. Like just let your body flow as it is because you are such a vibes and a feelings person. It's going to be real. Like when you're hungry, you'll eat. <laughs> like, okay. Okay. Good. Yeah. Wow. Like, yeah. So, so no scheduling. No Just scheduling. Like I mean, because here's the thing, like you're going to have to schedule for work, right? You're going to have to schedule book. Like when you book out for shows, when you book time to record, when you're booking time to write, when you're booking time for travel, that's taking a lot of booking time for you. Right. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, because you have so many areas in your life where you do have to schedule and like be on top of timing, like tr time, don't do that when you don't have to. Right. Like why? It's just going to cause, it's just going to drain you. And remember, you have a very small, but very efficient battery. So your battery is going to drain a lot faster than other people's. And so wasting it on things like making sure that I'm eating at 8 a.m. every day because a doctor said that that's how I boost my metabolism. It's not for you. Yeah. Okay. Wasting time trying to people please, wasting time trying to like be everything for everyone or wasting time trying to explain yourself or justify why you do the things you do. It's wasting your battery. But yeah, just, I would say that's like the best advice I can give you, especially as you're like, you know, building your career out. There's so many things that you're going to have to be like on for. Right. Don't waste your energy on the things you don't have to be on for. 
Awesome. How do you feel? Amazing. I feel red. I I know. I'm always like doing these readings and people are like, I feel like you're like in my bedroom with me. (laughs) No, I feel amazing. I feel great. I like we did it. Yeah. All those all those little tiny lines, they we read through everything. Yeah, that was everything. Amazing. Yeah, I don't try to like explain what each of the gates and the channels are because like why if you're not a human design reader? Like the important part is that you just get the information you need. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Again, yeah. I'm not going to overwhelm your brain. Like for you, that's just going to stress out your brain. And like, I'm not trying to do that. I'm just trying to give you the message so you can digest it as you need to. And then also remember that like things are going to come up over the next couple of days. Just say, and if you do a reading, like I would actually suggest if you do a reading with your friend, do it like tomorrow. Give your brain time to digest this. Go out, like as soon as we get off of this, go outside in the sun and be outside and let your brain recharge because you just got like a lot of information. There's no sun in LA. Right, but still being outside. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I get you. Like take yeah. a break from digesting. Yeah, okay. And then come back to it. Like I tell every projector, if you've been working, digesting information, learning anything for more than three hours at a time, take sure. a nap or eat a snack. Eat a snack, okay. And then yeah, come yeah. back to it. Like Sounds you're not really meant to be doing anything for more than about three hours at a time. That makes so much sense why every time I'm in a music session, like they're trying so hard to do like four or five hour sessions. And I'm like, I can, I'm so, I can't. <laughs> yeah. Or if they want to do a five hour music session, great. At two and a half hours, we're going to take a break halfway through. We're going to take a 30 minute break and then we can come back. Okay. That's good to know. That's ways that you can work with the world around you and the expectations of the world without around you without sacrificing your own boundaries and like way of function. Right. Okay, cool. Thank you so much, baby. You're welcome. And if anything comes up over the next, you know, few days, weeks, months, years, whatever, um, just text me. I will. Thank you so much, baby. I love you. I love you. I love Owen. I love you. I love Breezy. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye.